Okay, let's do this thing. Hello and welcome back to Tomorrowgason, or How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the world's number one video podcast about this comic book <laughs> slash series that I wrote as a 14-year-old about how amazing it would be if myself and my best friend in the entire world, MC, mm-hmm. hello, uh, were crime-fighting supernatural ninjas who got to take on the undead and the forces of evil, and uh, this is part two of Battle of the Ages, which is the season finale for the first season. Uh, in the last episode, when we left off, um, so one of the ninjas, uh, MCO Chip, has been prophesied to die, uh, and our main antagonist, Jack, has performed a very, very specific ritual that means he is now immortal and has a very large army. Uh, and if I remember correctly, the only way to beat him or make him not immortal mm-hmm. is to destroy the entire army, mm-hmm. but... As he hot-dogged a grandstand at the end of the last episode, he has left one zombie, because his army is zombies and vampires, mm-hmm. in a steel vault, away from where the battle is going to be, protected by the Mafia. <laughs> I like to think that's just normal for the Mafia in Japan now. <laughs> the local you Mafia. Know, you know, the local just like, Mafia, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, we used to do, like, racketeering, selling drugs, <laughs> kidnapping. Now it's like... Yeah, we've got to guard a zombie inside a steel vault in a genetics <laughs> office against ninjas. Oh, yeah, okay, standard. And, you know, when I said that paragraph out loud, it just suddenly struck me, this is a bit silly, isn't it? <laughs> I thought it was gritty and realistic. <laughs> and completely not stolen from Buffy. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's end the first season of Tomorrow Gason. Let's get back into part two of Battle for the Ages. So much for the element of surprise, said Chip. It's too late now, replied MC. He wants a fight and he's going to get one right up his ass. <laughs> it's an interesting place to put a fight. I mean, mm, okay, MC, if you say so. <laughs> that was probably less uh, cool than, than you thought. I bet he was really pleased with himself when he said that and he turned around and everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was. Jay switched the telly on to the financial channel. What are you doing? asked Louise. It's to tell you that my shares do the most business. Whatever that means. I just want to see how much more money I've got. My intimate knowledge of the stock market coming out there. (laughs) The smartly dressed Japanese man on screen spoke very good English, but Jay still wasn't sure what he was hearing. Of course, the English language financial channel on (laughs) Japan. Do you want me to do this Japanese voice? Yeah, go on then. God. Shares today in Bowden Enterprises have crashed today. The company's own chairman, Freddy Bowden, is responsible for the cease of trading, saying he wants to devote more time to other projects. In other news, Jay switched the telly. Jay switched the telly? What, he got a new one suddenly just to (laughs) replace it, or...? He was flabbergasted. What is wrong? (laughs) Said Shinno Khan. I... I'm... I mean... Poor... Just lost my fortune. I'm poor. The gang had never seen Jay so quiet and serious. Those shares had all my money tied up in them. And now they've gone. Oh my god, Jay's lost one of his, one of his only two characteristics. <laughs> now he just likes <laughs> Slipknot. <laughs> and also, I don't think I like Slipknot very much anymore. Uh, Who we're am just writing that <laughs> MC went over to Jay. Look... He started. Money isn't everything. Oh, yeah. now he says that. <laughs> also, you can fuck off because you're no use to us anymore. Look. He stated. I, he started. Money isn't everything. 
You've got a lot of other things to live for, probably. <laughs> Just be grateful you haven't been prophesied to die, because, you know, that's a bitch. <laughs> so sympathetic, aren't we? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, that's bad, but we've got it worse, you know. Just you know, like, <laughs> stop your whining and bitching, you poor bastard. <laughs> Jay stood up, his face full of confusion. Give me a sword, he said. What? Why? Because I feel like kicking someone's arse. MC fetched Jay a sword that was about the same size of Louise's. <laughs> a girl's one, basically. <laughs> MC and Chip also carried a sword each, but much larger ones. You get a girl sword, Jay, because you're a girl, basically, because you're not very masculine. Chip also had a wooden stake taped to his chest. He'd like to be prepared. Uh-huh. To not have any pockets or anything? Or... It was now just a matter of waiting, which wasn't too long, as they could hear several screeches of brakes from outside. I must now leave, said Shinno Khan. I wish I could do more. You've done more for us than anyone, replied MC. Goodbye, my friends. Shinno Khan disappeared. <gasps> oh my god. The opposite. Oh my god. Oh my god, this really is the season finale, isn't it? All the times he's appeared in previous episodes, and now, in the final episode, <laughs> he's disappeared. Does that mean we have to like throw up all the drinks we've had for, uh, <laughs> for the drinking game? I like to think as well that before, after appearing, he never disappeared. He just sort of awkwardly hit, like, hid <laughs> or went in the cupboard and see how everyone left or just jumped out a window. This is it. The moment of truth. God, I wish I'd shagged Tifa. Said MC with his priorities in order. <laughs> Dear Corey, please don't let me die. Said Jay. Louise looked at Chip. I'm scared. She said, even though the fear didn't show on her face. You never know your strength until you've been tested, said Chip. The door began to shake as the undead from outside tried to knock it down. Why don't they just use the handle, thought Chip. Genuine That's a funny bit. That's a good funny bit. <laughs> Got a bit meta there as well. <laughs> right. MC said. Jay, stay close to me and Louise, you with Chip. The door came crashing down and two vampires and a zombie sprinted through. MC and Chip held their positions. As the first vampire got within two feet of MC, his head was sliced clean off. That is a very big sword, isn't it? <laughs> also, there's only 153 left now, just <laughs> so everyone's aware. We just have a little countdown clock in the corner or something. <laughs> Actually, wasn't it 147? Oh, what's that? Quick, scroll through, it has to be accurate. Scroll through, find exactly, it, find it, find exactly. it. You, you make a point of including numbers. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, 147. Yeah, so 146 yes, right, okay. left. Okay. The other vampire leaped over Chip and tried to pounce on Louise. Instead, all he got was a sore through his gut. Chip cut the approaching zombie's knee off and then his head. He continued his full-length sword swing and decapitated the vampire. Three down, more to come. I'm actually keeping count in the story as well. And there was. Loads, in fact, came charging through the door. This time, some wielded in swords. As the army of the dead surrounded Chip and MC, Jay and Louise got stuck in. They stabbed, kicked, and pounded any vampire or zombie with his back turned. The gang were holding their own, forcing the army into a small crowd and picking them off one by one. Then there were more crashing noises coming from upstairs. They're coming from the first floor as well, shouted MC. I'm on it, Chip yelled back. He sliced through various body parts of the things that stood in his way and climbed the stairs. 
Louise and Jay dropped behind MC. Anytime something got past him, they ganged up on it and made sure it didn't get another chance to kill them. Blood splattered up the walls and over the gang's clothes. It was a mucky job, but they were just happy it wasn't their own red liquid that painted the various walls in the mansion's hallway. And this time it wasn't from chip castrating animals. <laughs> the zombie carcasses were beginning to pile up. Vamps instantly turned to dust when their heads were taken <laughs> off, but dead, or more dead than usually, zombies remained a lifeless corpse. That's good. I felt like it's been a while since we've had a, a sentence that just completely perplexes us. At least since could... the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so vamps instantly turned to dust when their heads were taken off. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But dead, or more dead than usually. <laughs> no, no idea. A vampire ducked under a swing of the sword by MC and dashed towards Louise and Jay. He kicked Jay in the head, forcing him away, leaving the vamp with Louise. She tried to lunge with her sword, but he was too quick. He caught her hand and hit her pretty face with the back of his hand. <laughs> she went flying across the floor, hitting her head on the bottom of the stairs. Because the, the prettiness of her face is so relevant to the story right now. Well, he's hit it. How dare you hit a pretty face, Mr. Uh, face, Mr. Vampire? <laughs> I mean, the new vampires were evil, but God. <laughs> Hitting a pretty woman like that, my God. <laughs> if she was ugly, it would have been fine. Because but... <laughs> ugly women have less worth than attractive <laughs> ones. Because that's how women are judged. Uh, I'm going to like cut out the uh, just the sound clip of you saying that and just post it online. Because <laughs> <laughs> ugly women have less worth than attractive <laughs> ones. Jay, now back on his feet, jumped onto the vampire's back. He wrapped his arms around the throat of the demon, but in the heat of the battle, Jay forgot that vampires don't breathe. This vampire lowered his shoulder and sent Jay flying through the glass partition which separated the kitchen from the hall. The vampire didn't have too much time to celebrate, however, as MC dusted him. Jay lay unconscious on the kitchen floor, blood pouring from the numerous wounds on his face and body. MC didn't have time to help him either, as several more members of Jack's army attacked. He hit the floor, swinging his leg around to take four of them off their feet in just one sweep. Louise was now running up the stairs. Two zombies chased her, and they were quicker than she expected. One got hold of her ankle, but his hand was quickly hacked off. He moaned and fell over the balcony onto the floor below. The other zombie continued his pursuit of Louise. As she reached the top of the stairs, she looked behind and saw he was within three feet of her. Louise's eyes just caught a glimpse of a hand on her head. It shoved her down the stairs, taking the zombie with her. Louise felt her back crack before she rolled to the bottom and passed out. Chip jumped down from the first floor to the ground. He marched over to Louise, dusting two vamps and slicing a zombie in two on the way. He stood over Louise, making sure not to move. Making sure to move her. Like, just in case the next crack is broken or something. (laughs) Just shaking her. I'm just making sure your spine's okay. (laughs) I'm just going to put it back into position. (laughs) Obviously, Chip hasn't passed his uh, first aid course. (laughs) I also like how... I'm just thinking how this whole scene would have been described in like the first episode, you know, because you're, you're describing things a lot more. <laughs> it would be like a bunch of zombies and vampires and stuff came in and there was a fight. <laughs> uh, Louise got knocked out or something and then Jay... Chip accidentally her. crippled her. Yeah. But it is the battle for the ages, MC. It's true, true. How many were upstairs? 
MC called out very calm about the whole battle going on, apparently. <laughs> How many were upstairs, by the way? Just wondering. <laughs> Quite a few, Chip replied. I'd say about 30 or so. That means we must be over halfway through. Huh? <laughs> I guess I guess because they... Oh, they killed a bunch of downstairs as Killed well. a bunch of downstairs? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. True, but we need to force them into a more open space, otherwise they are going to swamp us. MC agreed. He darted into the front room and Chip followed, as did the swarming army. They leaped through the front room windows and out into the front garden. They noticed a look of surprise on the numerous vampires and zombies' faces. That turned into rage as they charged. Will this fight ever be over? <laughs> Wondered MC as he duked it out with a female vampire carrying a machete. He stabbed through the arm she was carrying the weapon in. Uh-huh. It fell to the ground. She but- didn't have time to feel the pain as her head was gone. Did the weapon fall or did the arm fall? It's a really elaborate way of saying he cut her arm off, right? Or did he, like, he stabbed her through the arm, so maybe that made her drop uh, the weapon? Oh, I see, because I read that as her arm falling to the ground, I but must... I see what you mean. I think you might be right. Don't know. But either way, that Probably... didn't explain it very well. Yeah. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> Anyway. Which has been a very uh, constant theme within the last ten episodes of the first season. At least you're consistent. <laughs> MC could see Chip battling three zombies and two vamps, while he had four vampires and two zombies to deal with. What's the exchange rate on that? And like zombies to, to vampires? <laughs> uh, I reckon you've got four vampires. I reckon that's tougher than three zombies. Yeah, but they are yeah. super zombies, though. True, true, true. I think we're both fucked. Is the uh, <laughs> is either way? A quick piece of maths. Quick maths. Uh, told him that meant there was just 11 members of the army left. Actually, 10. Chip just ruthlessly smashed into a zombie's head with a large rock. Was it part of MC's rock rock collection? (laughs) (laughs) But before MC could let the joy, capitalised for some reason, set in, he noticed another car pull into the mansion's driveway. Great. Thought MC. More dead bastards to kill. Only he was wrong. The figure that climbed out of the car was very much alive. His sword glistened in the moonlight, and he was dressed in what could be considered a traditional ninja attire. Jack was here. He watched MC and Chip finish off their respective opponents and started to clap as Chip finished the last one off with the stake. Is that the stake that was uh, taped to his chest? Good thing he had it. (laughs) Also, we're down to one. It's that one zombie in the vault that's left of the army. Must be, yeah. Well done, he mocked. Who'd have thought it? You destroyed an army of an... Well, I've really lost his accent now. You destroyed an army of 147. Well, 146. Did you come here to fight or to bore us to death? Asked a sweaty Chip. Jack smiled and raised his sword. MC and Chip raised theirs and darted forward very much on the attack. The battle was on. MC reached Jack first, but was cut off with a side shuffle kick. What's a side shuffle kick? It sounds like a dance move. Well, it's a kick where you shuffle to the side. Makes sense. Sure. <laughs> I did karate when I was like eight, it's fine. <laughs> Chip was next. His and Jack's sword connected with a loud clang, the one sword that they share, apparently. <laughs> the two ninjas attacked, neither wanting to be on the defensive. MC got back on his feet and joined the fight. Jack saw him coming out of the corner of his eye and quickly turned away from Chip. MC avoided a wild lunge from Jack and was once again by Chip's side. The two ninjas fanned out, causing Jack to be aware of attacks coming from both sides. The single side. Is that right? Also, like, I'm sure there'll be a plot point of this, but, like, 
Isn't he invincible? Yes. Could he just let them attack him? <laughs> but he can still feel pain, so, you know, that sucks. Yeah, but, like, if he's invincible, does it mean that he's just impervious to harm? Like, they can stab him and just it'll bounce off? No, I think it's just, like, he just won't die from his... He probably, like, heals quickly or something. Right? Oh, okay. But I'm sure, like, it's sort of going through his chest. It's still going to hurt him. He doesn't want that. Yeah. But, you know, like, Wolverine still gets hurt. Yeah, fair on, fair on. That's how I'm covering for the bad writing. <laughs> how, could, plan. how could I doubt your your amazing plot? And you know, there's <laughs> never any plot holes or mistakes. Or it's, it's water tight. Yes. Emerson's plan was for both him and Chip to attack at the same time. However, Chip didn't know this. He stepped forward first, lowering his sword, trying to take Jack's kneecap off. That's very precise. He blocked it, and without giving Chip a chance to react, he drew his sword up cutting Chip from his stomach to just under his chin. He fell to the floor, trying to hold some of the blood that was now seethed through his shirt. MC watched in horror as his friend writhed on the floor in pain. His clothes were split and crimson liquid dripped out onto the grass of the mansion's front lawn. Oh my god. Oh my god, Chip's got fucked up. He's dead, right? He's the ninja that died? Like, he's been split from his stomach to his chin. Fuck me. No, and maybe it isn't uh, Lee that died after all. Oh, wait, shut up. <laughs> I've already spoiled it in the previous one. <laughs> oh, look. I've got him. Jack sneered. Quiet, you. <laughs> Said MC, who was trying to think fast. I like this... how you... Yeah, Sorry, I, I, I like... I like how you get the catchphrases in that we used to have. You know, <laughs> that won't mean look. anything to anyone other than us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did this mean that Chip was going to die? Was it his death that was prophesied? Yep, totally. <laughs> <laughs> there was no time to ponder that now. It was time to fight. Jack and MC traded blows, each countering the other's well-trained ninja skills. Finally, MC slipped his sword into Jack's gut. It went deep, but he just smiled. Oh, I guess he can't feel pain. God damn it, Jack, you just ruined my covering for the plotting. <laughs> Invincible, he gloated. MC retracted his sword and the wound instantly closed. Oh, there you go, it's all yeah, just pain. It's yeah, all yeah, it is a healing factor, or whatever. Jack used MC look of amazement to gain the upper hand. <laughs> he buried a kick low into MC's midsection, then swung a big right hand into his jaw. Why is MC surprised? Like, there's been this whole thing about how he's invincible, and it's like, oh, he's invincible. If only I had been told that several times before by Jack himself and also Shino Khan <laughs> and Lee and, like, the fucking postman and just literally everyone. MC's going with my uh, earlier predictions that he could still feel pain. So uh, okay. uh, that's what it is. He's like, oh, my God, the writing is terrible. It isn't like a <laughs> well-thought-out plot or anything. Shit. Why am I surprised at this point? <laughs> MC's head hit a rock as he landed, part of his rock collection. <laughs> he was dazed for a few seconds and came to, just in time to see Jack slice his left hand off. No. Oh my god, it's nicking things from Star Wars now. <laughs> the pain was unbearable. MC had never seen so much blood. What about when Chip was split open in two? Was there not a lot of blood there? Or or? Literally the million times that have been covered head and toe from blood. <laughs> from killing mafia dudes or zombies or vampires or... Yeah, no, it's because he's lost his left hand. That's the most blood he's ever seen. (laughs) He tried to stand, but his legs were like jelly that hadn't set yet. 
I think just saying there were like jelly would have been enough. It would be specific, yeah. Jelly is still wobbly even when it sets. That's so kind of, yeah, for his legs water? <laughs> they just dissolved. They melted. <laughs> so this is how it ends, said Jack. Both of the good guys on the floor, begging for their lives. The lights began to dim. Still, MC refused to pass out from the hellish feeling from his left arm. Come on, Lee. He said to himself as Jack continued with his speech. It's a good point, actually. Is Lee just still sat back in the van? Like, he's like, do-do-do, do-do-do, waiting for Jay and then I can drive away, do-do-do. Maybe they just didn't tell him that Jay was going to stay after all. Uh, yeah. So, you know, they got <laughs> everything else prepared. <laughs> well, if only we had an extra ninja to help us. Nah, just leave him out the back. <laughs> Speaking of Lee, Mm. Lee put the key into the ignition, but it didn't seem to fit. Mm. Why did that always happen? You need to get away quickly, and yet it just won't go in. Um, Um, This isn't a thing that happens normally, is it? I don't think so. Maybe he's put the key in the wrong way round, like he's trying to put it in sort of fob first. (laughs) He hasn't actually passed his driving test, so he doesn't actually know how to drive. Doesn't know what car is. He just sat there going, go Carl, go! go. <laughs> it had been a while since Lee thought about something so trivial. His mind had been clouded over the past few months, but doing this now, he felt clearer. It would still be some time before he could completely redeem himself, but at least he was on the right path. <laughs> Being the right path to redeem himself, to just drive away from <laughs> the evil guy who you helped, who's trying to destroy the world, who's killing the people that you're trying to redeem yourself to... <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. But crucially, like Lee's sort of redemption kind of started when he was like, you know what, I don't want to kill a bunch of kids. I just want to kill True. MC and Chip and Shinno Khan again. Or, yeah. But uh, the, the, he did have a moral compass in a way. Mm-hmm. That's true, that's true. Sort of. <laughs> again, defending my writing. Yeah. He finally drove away and with time to spare. What time to spare? They're attacking, they're all dead, and Lee's killing, uh, Jack's killing MC and Chip. He means on the parking. There was like another five minutes till the parking ticket expired. (laughs) Lee's thoughts turned to the battle between MC Chip and Jack. It was going to be a while before he saw any of them again. That's a really weird cutaway. Like, it feels like that should take place about a half an hour before, but it's there? Yeah. It's really weird. It's like I suddenly remember, it's like, oh yeah, Lee was meant to be there, wasn't he? Uh, Yeah, he's just dithering in the van, it's fine. Probably what happened. Jack was still talking, and MC was still in pain. A lot of pain. Whilst trying to halt the bleeding, MC also had one eye on the horizon of Tokyo. The city's tall buildings and bright lights could be seen quiet, clearly, at night, despite the distance between the mansion and Tokyo. It wasn't, it wasn't even at night, it was, could be seen quiet, <laughs> clearly, a night. <laughs> Brilliant sentence again. Mm-hmm. Jack finally concluded. And now I will stop the history of the Ku Claw. MC had to stall him. What about the ninjas that will be chosen after us? They will stop you. <laughs> Brilliantly delivered after, you know, you really felt like your hand had been cut off there and you were trying yeah. to stop the end of the world. And <laughs> MC is very I'd stoic. Like, I'd like to see them try. After all, I am invincible. Jack was cut off by a loud explosion. A huge fire erupted from the Tokyo skyline. One of the buildings had exploded and was no falling apart. Jack felt a twinge in his stomach that turned into fiery pain. He looked down and saw half of his guts were hanging out. The genetics office, Jack said to himself. 
If only I hadn't told them every single detail of my plan. <laughs> they wouldn't have had time to go to the genetics office and finally fucking blow it up as well. They could have done that at the start and saved themselves a lot of trouble. <laughs> the American turned around and could do nothing about MC piercing his throat with his sword. Jack fell to the floor. He wasn't moving and he didn't get back up. MC breathed a sigh of relief. <sighs> It was over. The one remaining zombie had been blown to bits, and that in turn made Jack killable again. What I do wonder, though, is like after the the zombie died and Jack was vulnerable, his half his guts were hanging around out. So that means that like, the wound that he got earlier was still there. Yeah, so, like, so his injuries are backdated. Yeah, or like, is it just that it was there the whole time, but he was just instantly heal up? Is- that, was that a thing? Yeah, he did, didn't he? So, any injuries that have occurred while you're... So, it's like... That's interesting, actually, because that makes, like, there's rules to the invincibility. So, like, you can go out and jump in front of traffic because as soon as the invincibility was gone, you just, like, your body would suddenly fall flat, I guess? I guess. Yeah, it's good that you Maybe. spent so much time um, thinking through this. <laughs> I definitely, definitely did that. that. You're making sure it makes <laughs> sense, you know, there's a consistent logic there. And... Now all MZ had to do was help his friends. He looked over to where Chip should have been, but he wasn't there. In fact, MC couldn't see him anywhere. The faint sound of a sirens. The faint sound of a sirens <laughs> heading towards the mansion was the last thing thought about as, exhausted, he collapsed. Oh my god. And there ends Tamora Gason, season one. Wow, Chip. Wow, what did wow. we think of Battle of the Ages and season one as a whole? Um, it's you know there's a lot of growth in the series when you it starts starts off being a thing that you're doing for the lols and then ends with this amazing tour de force of of writing and originality, <laughs> logic and beautifully constructed sentences <laughs> and feminism. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's a thread. I mean, I was very influenced by Buffy, so of course feminism is going to be a thing. I like how you learned nothing from the feminism of Just Me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fight vampires, even though she's a girl. Wow. <laughs> That's why she's a feminist icon, because she hits things. <laughs> but her sword wasn't pink, I don't understand. <laughs> also, it's bigger than the one that the man was using. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but it, I, I guess there was a point where I must have really enjoyed writing this, though, because like the first episode is two pages long, a page yeah. and a half, in fact, yeah. I think. And then we end with this like 13-page epic battle for the ages here and setting up things for season two in a way as well like yeah uh you know like uh, jack's dead and mc's uh, passing out chips just disappeared mm-hmm. and and some things left wide open as well like lee has still fucked off he yeah. hasn't helped in the slightest <laughs> he's just gone even though he was meant to save jay jay's decided he's gonna fight because he's poor now yeah. and lee's just been like dumpty dum well time for me to go i've worked out how to put a key in the ignition he was just sitting in the van for like half an hour while they were killing 147 <laughs> vampires and zo- 146, sorry, vampires and zombies. He's just, he's just yeah. there, watching, I guess. And in a way, it was a bit of a risk their plan because they've blown up the genetics office to kill that last zombie. Yeah. But like, you know, they must have. How would they have intimate knowledge of how to demolish a building and kill a single zombie in a steel vault? It could have been on any floor. Like the vault could have been impenetrable by that. You know, like yeah. it's a big risk. 
I think it's just it's covered in your basic ninja training to be honest like they seem to <laughs> learn a lot <laughs> from that so and gain supernatural powers apparently. exactly exactly they were trained yeah. for a year after all yeah yeah exactly oh yeah <laughs> Uh, well, um, uh, yeah, that was the last episode of the first season, mm. um, and I think everyone's going to be really pleased to know mm-hmm. there is a second season. Thank God, <laughs> we've been renewed. Our ratings were high <laughs> enough that we've uh, <laughs> been given a second season. <laughs> uh. um, but we are going to take a little bit of a break before we get into uh, season two. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start a brand new series, which is going to run in the meantime. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, the series you show in the summer in between the main shows, you know, just to keep the viewers entertained. We'll have a new thing coming. Um, do we want to say anything about that just yet, or should we leave it as a surprise? Let's let's leave it as a surprise. Um, let's That's not true. do a jack and give away all our plans. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess after that, you know, oh, everyone's going to be a bit tired after that final battle when it's like, is MC dead? Is Chip dead? What's happened? We need to um, we need to give it time for, you know, the anticipation to build. All the, the Tomorrow yes. and forums and wikis out there will be speculating, <laughs> coming up with theories. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to see all the fan theories that come out about what's going to happen in season two. Spoilers, Shinna Khan is Louise. <laughs> Oh, I suddenly may have remembered something that happens in season two, and I'm not. I think that's not too far. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the real cliffhanger of season one of Tomorrow Gaysa. Does, does Shino Khan become Shino Khan? <laughs> and suddenly becomes a lot weaker and has to deal with laundry and low-fat butter. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed going through this, and I'm very much looking forward to going through uh, season two. Uh, me How too. Me too, definitely. It's uh, been good fun revisiting it. Uh, a bit of a nostalgia trip and taking <laughs> it, the piss out of you as a 14 yeah. year old is always fun. It's been enjoyable, yet massively painful and embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to more of that in season two of Tomorrow Gayson. <laughs> <laughs>